Fear and limiting beliefs can be a pretty broad topic, especially as an entrepreneur. So today we dive deep and get specific about how to uncover the fears that may be keeping you from reaching that next level. It's time to do the mindset work so you can stop holding yourself back and start seeing the kind of big results you want more of in life and business. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Denley, the mindset coach that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Julie Getzinger, the owner and photographer behind Summer Mint Photography, specializing in senior and family portraits, and Glamour Shots with Julie, specializing in women's glamour and boudoir portraits. She's also the creator of The Intuitive Photographer, an online community for professional photographers to learn how to tap into their intuition and create more success in their business and in their lives. Julie, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks, Amanda. I'm so excited to be here. So can you tell us, I know I read your bio, but can you tell us a little bit about why it is that you became an entrepreneur and why it is that you do what you do? Sure. So I've always wanted to have my own creative business. I'm somebody who felt like I had to go to college. I had to get my degree, you know, steady job. That's the way I was raised. And that's pretty much what everyone in my family did. But I always had something in the back of my mind that was like, you need to do more. You need to start your own thing. I have been a rule follower, but I'm actually like an inner rebel. I'd say that I want to do my own thing and not do what everybody else does. So that's why I was really driven to be an entrepreneur and just start my own business and be a photographer so I could be creative. I had no idea how much meaning I was going to find in it. I found that working with women, especially, I feel a really strong responsibility to show them how worthy they are because I feel like as women, uh, we're very hard on ourselves. And it was something that I saw over and over again. And I, I see in myself too. So it's something that I feel deeply called to make women feel beautiful inside and out. And also for the intuitive photographer, I wanted other photographers to have a place to feel motivated and inspired themselves because I feel like we're always given to giving to everybody else and and building everybody else up but they also deserve that reminder of their worth too and how important they are you know as women and business owners and that anything that they want to achieve they can. That's so great and I think a lot of times our own personal mission and our own struggle really feeds into what we're so passionate about and what we end up helping others with. So I love that you've really created a community around that to really allow women to have the support that they need to charge at those higher price points and realize their worth and Mm -hmm. really appreciate the value that they're creating in the world. Exactly. Yes. 
So Julie, can you tell me what is the one mindset shift that changed everything for you? The biggest shift that I've made is getting to the core of my limiting belief, which was uncovered to me by my mentor in that I believed subconsciously that only men achieve. And I was embarrassed to learn that that was actually my limiting belief, but it was true because it was the reality that I created for myself. It was the people that I surrounded myself with that I kept seeing over and over that women were wives, they were mothers, and they supported their husband, but they weren't the primary achiever. And once I realized that, now I'm shifting that belief. And the way I'm doing that is every day for 30 days, I am writing out three women that are high achieving women. And it, at first, when I started doing this, it was really difficult for me because, like I said, I don't know many personally. And I was thinking, gosh, like I'm just going to have to go to Oprah and, you know, the, the ones that we all know, the celebrities. But the more I did it, the more I saw that there actually were a lot of high achieving women around me. I, I just didn't see it before. And and I only saw it as financial, whereas now I see high achieving women as also making a big impact in some way that they you know speak their truth, that they're authentic, that they have valuable you know relationships. So all of that I'm seeing is, is also high achieving and knowing that it's possible for myself too. Yes. Oh my goodness. There's so much there. I love that you're really leaning into, you know, just uncovering that limiting belief and itself can be so valuable, but then also trying to figure out, well, why do I believe this and how can I shift that thought to something that feels true to me, but also serves me better. So I love that you're doing that affirmation work and I love that you're making it a habit as part of your daily routine to really focus on those high achieving women and all the different ways that that can show up in your life. Because I think sometimes when we think high achieving, we're just focusing on monetary value. And like you said earlier, it can really show up in so many different ways. And just because you know you haven't hit X dollar amount does not mean you're not a high achieving woman. Exactly. So how did you begin to I know you said you worked with a mentor, but how did you begin to like go in deeper on that limiting belief and really uncover why it was that you were thinking that thought? Sure. So the mentor that I hired just happens to be a spiritual healer as well. And I hired her because I wanted somebody who's different from me in that they weren't a photographer. So we weren't just going to talk about like what to do to be a successful photographer. I wanted to know, like you said, like what is underneath all of the, my limiting beliefs? Like what about me is making me believe this? Where did it start? So we had a, a healing session and she asked to go into my energy and I agreed and she put me in kind of a trance-like state, kind of like when you're meditating and you get really just um, relaxed and allow, you know, somebody to look deeper into your energy. And what she uncovered was that growing up, my mom as a little girl was taught that same belief that that men were the achievers, that women were the wives and the mothers. And it was so eye-opening to see that that's why I believe that because that's what I was taught. Even if she didn't, I don't ever remember her saying 
only men achieve. She's never said that. She always said to me, like, Julie, you know, you're so smart. You're so creative. You can do whatever you want. She encouraged me, you know, so much. But underneath all of that, she was thinking in her mind, men achieve because that's what she was taught. And that's probably what her parents were taught and their parents were taught. So it was this belief in her mind that I absorbed sometime. I mean, it could even have been when I was a baby. I don't know. But it came into me, um, that belief, even not hearing the words out loud, just subconsciously, like the energy, the belief was there. And that's where it started. And it was so amazing to learn that and and to have the clarity behind that. It was it was amazing to be able to, you know, work with this healer in this way to uncover that for me. And and to now know that's where it started and to know that it's my choice today to change that belief and to to make it so it serves me now going forward. And I think that's one of the amazing things about working with a coach or a mentor is I think a lot of times it's so hard for us to see our own blind spots. So it's so hard for us to see those thoughts that are holding us back because we're in it and we believe that they are absolutely fact, right? So even if you weren't waking up every day and thinking the thought like only men achieve, right? It was still subconscious in the way that you were operating in life and maybe the way that you were operating in your business. And I think a lot of times, you know, those are the things that show up in big ways in our life, even when we don't realize they're there, right? So it changes the way that, you know, we go about showing up in the world. And I think when you're able to really hone in on even some of those subconscious beliefs that, Ultimately, it helps you to unearth them and shift them because if you don't know they're there, they're almost impossible to shift, right? And I never would have known had I not hired a mentor who, you know, so easily got it out of me. You know, it was, it really blew my mind. It's something I've been searching for most of my life. And then there she found it in my first session with her. So it was incredible. Most mindset blocks can be tied to fear and limiting beliefs but it can be really hard to see how you're holding yourself back from reaching that next level. That's why I love hopping on these free calls so that I can help entrepreneurs to see their own blind spots and move past them in a way that feels good because we always see more of the results we want when it feels in alignment. If you're ready to find the one simple shift that's specific to you and your business so you can cultivate a success mindset and start thriving, head over to amandadunnelycom slash free call and book one of my free simplifying success coaching calls. You know the drill. Only three calls are available each week. So get over there and book yours today. So I think sometimes what happens when we have those limiting beliefs is there's also a lot of fear associated with some of the things that are holding us back. Can you speak a little bit to if fear like played into this at all or fear played into you becoming a high achieving woman? Sure. So another fear of mine that I uncovered was that I thought if I made a lot of money that I would lose people that I loved. And I really was thinking, okay, I've surrounded myself with these loving people. You know, I have wonderful friendships and family. And what if I change? What if suddenly, you know, I make a lot of money and they see me differently and they see me as, you know, greedy or shallow or all of those things that people can associate with money, even though I don't believe that's true about money. If they do, I was fearful that they would disappear from my life. And And I can say that I have lost friends as I've started my business 
but I, and I took it personally in the beginning because I was like, Ooh, let's talk about that. That's juicy. So, so you've lost friends. So how, how did that show up for you? (laughs) So uh, it's funny because I was a teacher for eight years. I worked at the same school for eight years and I, considered the teachers I worked with my friends, you know, they were my group, they were mm-hmm. the ones that I associated with every single day, you know, shared really personal things about my life with trusted them. And the day I left, I pretty much never saw any of them again. And it was this weird disconnect. Like, it was just like I was no longer in their group, or I didn't have something in common with them anymore, and, or maybe they thought I thought I was better than them that because I started my own business and I was thinking I want more for myself, and it, it made me really sad this loss and 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 now I see it completely differently. I feel like it's just that they were in a different part of their life, you know, that they were on their own journey. I, we're all on our own journey, and just because people come in and out of our journey, it's nothing to take personally. It's not to be upset about. It's to know that they serve that purpose for me up until that point. And there were teachers that were so encouraging of of what I'm doing today. And they still are. They still reach out to me on social media. And some of them I've reconnected with as you know the years have gone by. I actually have reconnected and and gone back to some of those friendships. Um, but I, I just think it was just that we were on different paths and we were in different places of our lives. And and I, I think when that happened, I really was like, great, this happened with these people. What if it happens to my my childhood best friend? What if what if my husband thinks like, oh, my gosh, like she's shallow. I don't want to be with somebody like her. You know, I had years. Yeah. And I think that's why this mindset work is so important, because I love to talk about this, but our brains will always look for evidence of what we're telling it, right? So if you're telling it that by becoming a high achieving woman, by making more money, by essentially being the person you're meant to be, you're going to lose the people that are most important to you in your life. You're going to find evidence of that, right? And you're going to say like, okay, look at all my teacher friends that I'm no longer friends with. Like this could happen. This could show up in all these other ways. So this is why I think this work is so important is because if you choose to believe that as you expand into the person that you're meant to be, as you become this high achieving woman, as you start making more money, as you really grow into and embrace the things that you like fundamentally want in your life, then you're going to find more evidence of how, you know, that only shows up in more love and abundance and relationships that are more aligned with what you're wanting and what you're creating in your own life anyway. Exactly. And that's actually right where I am right now. I'm noticing that I'm attracting people that are very much like me. You know, they're creative, they're musicians, they're artists, they're, you know, entrepreneurs, like people who are so in line with who I am right now that it's, you know, I don't feel any loss anymore. You know, the people that aren't in my life because the ones that are entering are a match to me energetically now. And it's so fulfilling. And it's also a reminder of how well I'm doing because I'm attracting these amazing people every single day. So I know I'm on the right path. Yes. So can you tell us what was the affirmation or what was the thought that you shifted to instead of believing that only men succeed? What have you been telling yourself? And what does that thought look like now? Sure. So the new affirmation I have is when I expand, others are inspired to do so. 
And Ooh, I love that. Yeah, it feels so good. And it just, it feels like every time that I grow and step more into myself that everybody around me is inspired to do that too. And they're not, they kind of disappear from my life, which is okay too. But those people who really do want to grow and expand, they do it right alongside you. I think this is such an interesting topic to cover because I think sometimes, you know, anyone listening to this who is like, okay, they're talking about fear of success. This is a little bit ridiculous. Like, of course I want to achieve. Of course I want to succeed. Of course I want all of these great abundant things in my life. I think there's, if we go a little bit deeper and we look at some of the underlying thoughts there. I know that it's definitely shown up for me in my own life as well in that for a really long time, I was afraid that if I got more clients, if I took on more of the work that I wanted to be doing, that I like success like fundamentally looked like for me, if I started achieving at that level, I was worried about what that would look like. And I was worried that the freedom and flexibility that I've worked so hard as an entrepreneur to create for myself, I was worried that that would just like all up and disappear. And I think, you know, a lot of times, these are beliefs we have that that don't really show up until you really start start going there basically and start thinking about it like why is it that i'm having trouble like getting past this plateau this monetary plateau why is it that i'm having trouble like welcoming these kind of new client relationships into my life why is it that i feel like i'm only that only making like this amount to fund my basic needs? Like, why is that enough? And how do I push past that? And one of the things that I found myself doing was a daily fear inventory. So each day, I would write down all of the fears that came up around, like having more clients, getting more money through the door, working more hours, like anything that was associated with really like breaking through what I had considered to be enough money in the past. Mm -hmm. And I found that that really helped to kind of lessen the fear around it, that just the repetition alone, just the writing it down and bringing it to the surface and realizing that all those fears were there helped to really make them less charged and have less impact in my life because they no longer seemed like that scary or that big of a deal. And just realizing that they were there and I'm like, Ooh, okay. I don't want to choose to believe that I'm going to lose that freedom and flexibility. I don't want to choose to believe that making money means I am experiencing less success in my life. Like I want to make a very conscious effort to not embrace these fears, but move past them and realize that they don't have to be what I believe. Exactly. Yeah. And I agree with you. Like the writing is so powerful and just journaling about it. And I've started a practice where I just ask my guides to write through me and I just, that's interesting. Yeah. And I just asked the question like what, and and this is something I've been asking, like what void am I filling by thinking about this repeatedly? So it's a, a, you know, common fear that keeps coming up for me, something I won't start. Like I have this boudoir model ad that I just can't start. And I'm like, why am I not starting it? So I asked my guides, I just wrote out, why am I not starting this? And then I just relax myself, try to get into a meditative state, just ask them to write through me and give me some answers. And then I read it back later 
to understand really what's at the bottom of this fear. That's super interesting. So I feel like there's a certain level of spirituality that's coming into what it is that you're talking about. And I think, I feel like people fall on like all sides of the spectrum, right? So there are people who are like, oh, woo woo stuff. I don't know. And then there are people who are like, yeah, I love the idea of writing to my guides. Like, I'm going to try that, right? So, how has spirituality come into your work as an entrepreneur in general? I feel like spirituality is something that has been a huge part of me for my life and that I've suppressed. That it's it's been something I've been afraid to speak about. Something that, like you said, people would think it's woo woo or it's weird. And as soon as I embraced that, it is a big part of my life and that I've been getting guidance from my spirit guides for years. It's so liberating to get to the point where I'm like, yes, you know, we are not alone. Like we have a part of God inside of all of us. And that's what I believe. So if I ask that part of God in me, you know, how can I get through this? Please help me to see what I'm choosing not to see. It has opened so many doors for me and I've, I've tried things like acupuncture and, you know, hands-on healing, things like different avenues to really access my guides. And I'm getting the clarity that I've been wanting for years and years. And the more I talk about it and the more I share with others that it's possible, the better I feel about it. And the more I feel like actually my guides are cheering me on for talking about it, that they're like, yes, like spread this, spread this, like tell the world, like everyone has access to their guides, you know? And I actually had a, a friend ask me, she was like, how do you get spirit guides? Where can I find them? And I, where can I find them? <laughs> And I was like, well, everybody has guides, you know? And she was like, well, how do you, how do you get these answers? And they said, you ask, that's it. Like you just ask, you just have to have a, a, a desire to want to know from a higher power, you know, and you sit down and you ask and you get quiet and you really allow them to come through and you believe that it's possible for them to communicate with you and they will, and they love it. They're so excited when you listen. <laughs> So I think it's super interesting to hear you talk about this. And the part that I want to hone in on is that piece where I think it's really important for entrepreneurs to find what feels true to them. And especially when we start talking about these things that sure, like some people call woo woo and some people like reject entirely. And I don't think what I don't want people to get out of this is that they need to believe exactly what it is that you or I believe. But what I do think is important is having that belief system in place and looking into what that is. Because I think the clearer you can get on whatever it is that higher power is or higher being or whatever it is that drives the things that we cannot control in our lives. Mm -hmm. I think that really helps our entrepreneur journey on the whole, right? And for you, it might be guides. For other people, it might be the universe. For other people, it might be religious beliefs that they were brought up with. Whatever it is that feels true to you, I would say lean into that and don't be afraid to find what feels true to you. Right. And and don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, because I think yes. entrepreneurship is very can be very lonely, and and we get in our own head, and once we go down that rabbit hole, it's like there's no going back. Like you're, the fears start, and nobody's watching me, nobody's listening to myself, nobody's you know inquiring. That is like a, a a scary place to be in. So just knowing that there's help, and there's you know other options to get you out of that. You know, just get quiet, 
you know, go in nature, go sing, go dance, go do something to make yourself feel better and distracted. And that's when, you know, the clarity comes and that's when you can get out of those fears. And I think part of what we're talking about here too is tapping into your intuition. And I think so often I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs who kind of want to ignore their gut altogether. (laughs) They're like, oh, well, my gut says I'm supposed to do this, but this 90-day course I'm taking on Facebook ads says this and that doesn't feel right. So the more that we can hone into what it is that feels right for you and intuitively how you should run your business in a way that feels good for you, the better results you're going to get. And I think that's so important because a lot of times we want to, we want this like magic formula, right? We want the 12 step process or whatever it is that's going to get you to, you know, X dollar amount. But I think what a lot of times what entrepreneurs need is to tap into that intuition, to tap into what it is that feels good and right to them. Because what happens is you start showing up in a new way, right? So when it feels good and you're talking about things that flow easily and everything you're saying and the message you're promoting, it all feels really true to you. That is where the magic happens. And that's when you start attracting like-minded people. And that's when you know, others start going, well, I want what she has, or I want to create that in my life. And, you know, I, I need this product or I need this offering, or I need this photo shoot or, you know, whatever it is that you're selling, that's when other people are attracted to that. So the more you can lean into your intuition and lean, lean into that kind of clarity that going with your gut lends you, the more you're going to see the results that you actually want in your life and your business. You just said that totally perfectly. Like I, I love, I totally agree with everything you just said. I love that so much. And I, I'm finding for myself that the more I do that, it's the happier I am, the better, you know, clients I'm attracting, the more, the more quality relationships. It's really amazing when you really, you know, listen to yourself and what feels good. Like you said, what feels right, what you're inspired to do is everything. And all of that other effort you're taking is all wasted effort if it doesn't feel right to you, if it's not authentically you, if you're just doing it just to do it, just to hit a dollar amount, it's not going to work. You know, you have to do what feels best for you, whatever that is. And it, it might be something totally different. Like I never thought I would be a guest speaker on a podcast. I'm I thought I was a shy person, you know, I was, I am like, I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm so excited by it. And it feels so right to me right now. And just connecting with you, I liked you immediately. And I, you know, I just, like, I was just like, oh my God, she's my new friend. You know, like I just felt that connection with you and knowing that it was the right step for me and something that was going to start something else for me and inspire me more and inspire other people. It's all about that, like listening to that intuition and feeling your way through your business and and not spending time on on things just to do them, you know, the tasks. Yes. And I think that intuition is part of what helps us to shift that mindset. So, I mean, we started this episode. I just want to like tie it all up in a nice little bow here. I mean, we started this episode talking about limiting beliefs, the thoughts that really hold you back from showing up in a way that feels good, in a way that feels aligned in your business, in a way that brings in more income and more impact. And I think this goes back to intuition in that when you start looking at those beliefs and you gain clarity around what it is that doesn't quite feel right or doesn't feel true to you, and you start thinking about how you can shift those thoughts, 
that's when you start getting more of the results. And that's when you start feeling super aligned and the whole entrepreneurship thing starts feeling really good because I'd be lying if I said there weren't hard times during entrepreneurship. Like there are always going to be rocky points. There are always going to be things that are hard. And I am a strong believer that money can't be the only thing we're striving for, right? Right. So I think when you start tapping into some of the other reasons and some of the other things that make this journey so worthwhile, that's where the gold is, right? And that's what makes it all worth it. Yeah. And I also, when you were saying that about the the struggles, uh, something, a quote came to mind that um, Gabby Bernstein says, and she, she asked, you know, when she goes through the struggles, what would you have me learn here? And she sees every struggle as an opportunity for growth and learning. And just asking that question, what would you have me learn here? I, I just love that. And, and, and seeing it in that way and knowing that there is no growth without some kind of struggle, you know, it's not going to all be, you know, smooth sailing that it's not the way life works. And that's not the way business works. But when you have those difficult clients or difficult situations, there's an opportunity for growth and learning that's so valuable that can just make you grow that much faster. Absolutely. So Julie, if listeners love what they heard from you today, where can they find you? So on Facebook, I am uh, under Julie Cook Getzinger. They're welcome to send me a message. I'm also the intuitive photographer. So if you'd like to join our Facebook group, it's a free community for professional photographers and also business owners. We welcome all business owners in that group. And it's just a safe place to share and to be uplifted, inspired, and to remind you how worthy you are and that you can have anything that you one as well. I love that. And do you also offer a free call? Oh, I do. So I have free discovery calls if somebody would like to talk with me and I'd love to help you figure out what limiting beliefs might be holding you back. And I offer one-on-one coaching that I would love to work with you as well. Awesome. And we'll link to all of that in the show notes. So you can find that at amandadennelly.com slash one simple shift. Awesome. So thanks so much for joining me today, Julie. Thank you, Amanda. This was so much fun. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandadunnelycom slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, each month I'll be picking one reviewer to win a vision board design coaching intensive with me so you can create your own definition of success. If you're looking for more support in creating a beautiful, balanced life and thriving, successful business, head over to amandadunnelycom slash free call and book my free Simplifying Success Coaching Call, where I'll help you identify one simple shift you can make to cultivate a success mindset and start seeing results now. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. My guest today is Julie Getzinger, the owner and photographer behind Summer Mint Photography, specializing in senior and family portraits, and Glamour Shots with Julie, specializing in women's glamour and boudoir photographs. Ah, sorry, Julie. <laughs> it's 9 a.m. here, so I'm not quite with it yet. <laughs>